You're listening to the Ascension Roundtable Podcast, Episode 62, How to Pray with Anyone. Sometimes we get so caught up in the organizing and executing of ministry duties that we forget that one of the most powerful things we can do is to stop and pray with and for the people we encounter in our day. In today's episode, we speak with Deborah Molina, who shares stories about praying with people on the streets of various cities around the world. In giving us a glimpse of these different experiences, Deborah relates several very simple tips to help us minister to people through intercessory prayer. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today we have a special guest with us, Deborah Molina. Deborah is one of my favorite people on the planet. She has worked for Ascension for longer than I have, and when I first was hired, we worked right across, uh, kind of across the room, not really, across the room sounds far away. You were like five feet from me. Exactly. And it was, it it was, she's one of the reasons I think why I'm still here. I moved up here, left my family in Atlanta and moved up, knew no one, was living in a hotel. It was freezing and dark all the time. And I was like, what have I done to myself? (laughs) And every day I got to come in, Deborah was like, hey, how are you? What's going on? How's your life? How's things going? And she was like, just just a beautiful, beautiful person to have to, to not have to, beautiful person to come in to the office every morning and greet me and say hello and kind of took me under her wing and show me the ropes. And, um, it's just really just welcome me, um, just welcome me to Philadelphia and to Ascension and everything. And so now I get to welcome her to the podcast. So welcome Deborah to the Ascension Roundtable. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alan. <laughs> what wonderful memories. I, I am really just, uh, feel so blessed to be here and, and share a little bit of, of, uh, of what God has given me in my heart and and uh, look forward to speaking with you. Cool. Today we're going to talk about how to pray with anyone. It's easy for us to pray with uh, by ourselves and to go off quietly and, 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 and spend some time alone with God, and we should definitely do that. We should also pray with people, and sometimes it's intimidating and sometimes it's scary. Uh, but uh, Deborah's going to talk to us about how to do that with anybody, how to pray with anybody. But before we do, I'd like to give her a minute just to tell us about uh, what she, who she is, and what she does with Ascension, and a little bit of her background because she's like, she's like a. Uh, I hope this isn't too politically incorrect. She's like a, a Hispanic gringo or a gringo. I don't know how to describe you. I think of you. You're not from South Central America, but I think of you as somebody who was from Central America, which is bizarre. But um, so anyway, so tell us about yourself. Well. Um a uh, lot packed in, in, into this little life God has blessed me with, and uh, born a cradle Catholic, and uh, met a wonderful man in college, and moved to Central America, which was Mario. Uh, Mario, yes, Mario's country, and was there for 30 years, and we raised our beautiful children there, and uh, looking back, I... I uh, see how, how God's loving hand was working with me on my journey through life and my faith, uh, even though being a, ca- a cradle Catholic, I think sometimes it was just checking off the boxes uh, when I was younger. And uh, through the blessing of my husband and my children, uh, really uh, felt Christ pulling in my heart and saying, you know, at different times in my life, this is where I want you and this is where I want you. And uh, of course, as as all of us do, you know, discerning and, and, and finding out what that path is. But I uh, have a wonderful family. Uh, uh, my children are, are grown now and um, uh, have been widowed for eight years. But every day I'm so very blessed and grateful for the uh, best friend that God gave me and my husband. 
35 years. Uh, we were best friends and married 30 years, and uh, just such a, an important part of my, of my faith journey um, with, with Mario and, and, and with the children, our three children that we have, and daughter-in-law and grandbaby, and, uh, uh, just, uh, and another grandbaby on the way. So just a, an integral part of my life, you know, counting blessings every, every single day and, and uh, seeing how he has brought me here, where I am now at Ascension. And uh, after my husband passed away, moved back t- to the States and um, was really took some time to discern, you know, uh, where God wanted me and what is it that he wants uh, out of my life and did that as a family with my children. And we all thought, you know, well, let's see what God has in store for us. And and it brought me here to Philadelphia where my children, uh, two of my children were here. I had studied here and uh, my youngest is will be settling here. She's graduated and will be getting married in about a month, uh, less than a month now. Oh, my oh, goodness. Wow. And um uh, ascension was just put on the path after I discerned that this is where I needed to be. Uh, the doors opened, and I uh, was just so blessed to to begin working with Ascension about four years ago, almost four years ago, as a study consultant and able to apply uh, much of what I was uh, learned in in Central America with um, working with parish ministries and and. Uh, um, you know, even here you call it street evangelization, but uh, missionary work in the sense that just working with people and talking with people um, in the in the different towns and the different projects that the you know the archbishops would have for us to work on to help families grow in their faith and uh, to help people grow uh, closer to Christ and the church and and to outreach to others. You know, that was some very integral part of of what we. Uh, uh, had as part of our lives, raising our children in Central America. And it's brought me here and um, a- am able to uh, continue helping small groups and, and parishes and um, uh, people really realize what what we're called to. You know, it's uh, wonderful to be able to grow in our faith, but it is a calling to go further. You know, it's a calling to share with others what we're filling ourselves with. And that's part of what I do here at Ascension. You know, help help small groups see how easy that can be. You know, that it's not complicated and it's step-by-step, uh, step, very easy ways to uh, bring Christ to others, whether they be at home, whether they be in a parish, whether they be in a, a small informal group of youth that are meeting, um, you know, one a week to to grow in their faith, talk about their faith, read a book together, um, and and have had the opportunity here um, uh, uh, to be able to go out and and pray with people uh, during Holy Week and and at other times with friends. It, I think it's something uh, that makes me very aware, even though you might have a set time every year, you'd like to go out and, and offer prayers for people on Good Friday, like I had the wonderful opportunity to do. Uh, you also have opportunities every single day, no matter where you are, uh, to help bring Christ to others in that way, without formally calling it street evangelization. Right, right, right. It's called discipleship. No? Yeah, yeah, if you could, we could talk about that for a second. I'd love to hear about, um, to, to explain to our listeners, on Good Friday, the past few years, she has gone downtown. Um, do you go down Thursday night or do you go down Friday night? Or is it Friday, just Friday. for the day? Oh, just for the day on yes, Friday. Yes, just okay. for the day on Friday. Yes, and we also did this. I was a DRE over on the West Coast uh, when I when I first moved back to the states, and it was something that we did there also uh, with informal groups, just friends. We would go out on on Good Friday and in the little town there and talk to people and and offer prayers for them in the afternoon, as well as something that we did in our parish and would outreach to people. So we spend the whole day. 
the whole day um, uh, with different Good Friday activities, you know, the, the Via Crucis, the Way of the Cross. But I think that the most uh, touching part of the day, or at least what has, that I feel God has really uh, opened wonderful opportunities to speak to people, has been the street evangelization, you know, talking to people on Good Friday. So when you say we, is it you and a group of friends, or do you go with an organization, or how do you... How did this? Who did, how did it start, and how did you get down there the first time? Well, I had a friend invite me. A okay. friend it gets together with groups of people, and they go and they plan their their ways of the cross, that their stations of the cross that they're going to do, and um, prayer intentions, and ask for prayer intentions, and that's just the way that you begin to speak to people in the streets. And you're offering, you know, I'm going to go this afternoon to pray on Good Friday. And and what can I pray for? What can I, you know, uh, what intentions? Do you have anything you'd like us to pray for? Uh, and that's and that's simply what it is. And you, t- you know, write down those prayer intentions and are, are able to take those to the altar in the afternoon for the Good Friday services. So this is just something that some friends invited you downtown to go and do. And so you go to people that are um, living on the street and some people that are just, just downtown and not necessarily homeless, but just maybe need prayers. And so just anyone downtown that you might encounter that you just approach and, and ask them for prayer requests, and then you take them to the cathedral and you guys pray. Do you ever pray with people right there on the street as well? Most definitely. And uh, normally the person won't go with you, you know, either to the church or to the cathedral. You will walk up to anybody walking on the sidewalk and and you're you know of course in safer areas you don't want to go to places that aren't uh, safe but anybody that you meet on the sidewalk and you may um, reach out to 100 people in a morning mm. uh, and and have 20 respond you know to you but it is just simply asking them to um join with you in a sense, Alan, because it's not like, hey, I'm the superior one. I'm going to church and, you know, let me see what I can pray for you little person on the street. You know, it's not that type of attitude. It really is offering to walk with the person and see if that person might have some intentions, some things that they would like you to pray for. And uh, normally that's just the way I start with a person. You know, listen, this afternoon, it's Good Friday, and, and I'm going to be going and, and praying. I have so many things in my life I'd like to ask God, you know, to give thanks for and mm-hmm. and to pray for and, and just wanted to know, you know, we're asking people if uh, you have any prayer intentions. Is there anybody or anything you'd like us to pray for and take that to prayer for you that we can bring and, and offer in prayer this afternoon when we go to, um, to pray? And uh, some people are uh, very receptive. And and some people look at you, you know, like, who is this person? Yeah, why you know? are you talking to me? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So you've shared some stories with me over the years, but can you can you pick out one or two or three or four stories that are specific that have um, of an encounter you've had with a person that were that that changed maybe had an impact on your life? Yes. Oh my goodness! I think each and every one, Alan, uh, have an impact on my life. It is prayer is. Um, we all hear it all the time. Prayer is powerful. You know, prayer is, is powerful. It's the way we speak to our Lord and Creator, you know, as, as, as little creatures in great need. And um, sometimes I think we might have a, a, a jaded concept or a concept, oh, other people, you know, don't talk to them about prayer. It, it's, it's a difficult society out there, all of this political correctness. And, uh, and little do we know uh, we're all God's children, wherever we might be on the faith journey, whatever faith you know we might be. You meet people who are, are have no religion whatsoever, people that are very angry, people that um, 
are very faithful, uh, people that are are in great uh, need. You know, not only and not only materially. You know, you meet people of all all different. Um, uh, backgrounds. But anyway, there's a couple that I can think of. I remember, and this wasn't this past Good Friday, it was a year ago, Good Friday. And I was walking down the street and saw a young lady in the corner, uh, very thin, dressed uh, almost like a, a perhaps a street worker, you know, very, very heavily made up, very thin. Mm. And I just walked up to her and, and explained to her and said, listen, it's Good Friday, and this afternoon we're going to be uh, praying, and I just wanted to know if there's anything that, you know, you're thinking about that you'd like to be thankful for or, or, or pray to God about. And this lady lifted her head up and looked at me in the eyes, and the tears started to pour down her cheeks. I said, I didn't know anybody could have that many tears. <laughs> they were just, uh, and she said, she didn't ask for herself, Alan. She was asking for other people in her life. She said, yes, my, my uh, ex-mother-in-law who's been sick and who has been battling cancer, you know, I would love to ask for her. And she said, and for my, and for my ex-husband, she said, you know, that we're able to heal some of these wounds and I wish him the best. And she said, yes, and for my, and for my son that he, you know, may continue on a good path and, um, and she said, yes, and, and if God could, could please cure me of my addictions. And she you know, went on and on, uh, such a heartfelt uh, prayer, you know, right there in the moment. I found that to be prayerful. You know, we didn't yeah. even pray together um, formally there. Write down, you know, little, the little notes, yes, you know, uh, we'll be glad to, to take this, all of this to prayer and ask her, will you pray for me also? And let's keep each other in prayer and we'll bring this in, in Thanksgiving. Her face was completely different. I did absolutely nothing. Mm. You know, I didn't offer anything at all except um, just putting God out there in front through prayer, mm -hmm. asking for prayer. And what was on this lady's heart, her face was transformed when I left. It was like she had a, a huge burden lifted mm -hmm. off of her. And I pray, you know, I pray afterwards always for every single person uh, that I meet that that they go spend some time to take time. Maybe this is a seed that is sown that will take them to a nearby church. You know, and let them sit there in God's comfort and, and, and see what he's calling to, you know, to each person, too. So I remember right. this lady um, uh, really impacted me, you know, to see with such humility uh, that she was, number one, she didn't forget what she should be grateful for, but that she saw that need for the help that she mm -hmm. needed and for others, you know, for other people that could have been something very, uh, a situation filled with a lot of animosity and it, and it wasn't. Uh, so... You don't know her. <clears throat> you don't know her. How her day was going, or what her her week was, and if her head was down, and you approached her, maybe she hasn't really encountered too many people in, in general that day. But to look at her as a person, as a child of God, and with dignity, like just that encounter for her might have been, you know, super powerful. And then to, on top of that, to ask her what she what she needed and what would she like prayers for, and how telling it is that she lifted yes. up everybody else in her life and not herself yes it was it was really powerful and and i know i have no doubt whatsoever that that seed uh that was sown um uh will blossom god will harvest that somewhere sometime in that woman's life and and uh so and i can't remember everybody's name sometimes people won't tell you the names and it's not mm -hmm. important uh, but i just lift lift up always you know the, the the people that that i come in contact with and um 
remember one gentleman uh, this past time that as we're walking down the street and, and I just mentioned him again, I said, listen, it's, you know, it's Good Friday and, and I'm going to be praying this afternoon in church and would love to, to bring any intentions. Is there anything or anybody you'd like us to pray for? Um, and bring those intentions uh, to, to prayer today. And, and he was very polite, looked at me and said, no, thank you. A young gentleman, maybe in his early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. But then I noticed um, that he went to the end of the block behind me and turned around and came back hmm. and walked right past me again, smiled, walked right past me again, went to the end of the block, turned around, came back, past me again, <laughs> um, and then walked up and he said, he said, yes. He said, would hmm. you please pray for my son? And he told me the name of his son. Would you please keep my son in your prayers? And I said, of course. I said, of course. And and I always told him, you know, keep keep me in your prayers also. And he said, and you could see his eyes were just full of tears. He didn't go any further, didn't say anything else. You know, that was the only thing he asked. But hmm. you could tell um, that, that something was touched in his heart that made him uh, shun that, that, skepticism that maybe he had. I think he was a little skeptical when I first, sure. you know, spoke. Well, you look, you're very intimidating when you first, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know, it's scary. Who is this old lady coming over to talk to me? <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it just, it was very joyful to see that. And, and it reminded me, it reminded me, and I thought about this in, in the evening. I said, uh, that first response, it's not about the response, you know, of the person. It's about what can be done and what happens in that person's heart through the prayers. Hmm. It's not, you know, that they give you a frown. Or, and I do remember, I went, remember one gentleman, uh, very, he was very angry and he was yelling um, at me. He raised his, you know, raised his voice and, uh, and he said, what are you doing trying to pray for people? Don't you know that prayer doesn't exist? And, you know, went on and on. Um, and I didn't, I didn't respond very calm. You know, and me, I'm a little bit. Electric, but I was just just very calm, and I said, "Holy Spirit, give me some words in this one because this gentleman is a is a hurting man. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. he's I don't know what it is, have no idea." Um, but I just said, "You know, Lord's waiting to hear our prayers. You know, He watches over us, and He's waiting, and He loves you. You know, as He loves me, and He loves us, and um, and that's all I said. I didn't say anything else, and His mouth just closed, took." I mean, it was like the words were taken right out of his mouth. It's almost as if the anger just dissipated hmm. and just went away. And he stood there. I remember, uh, as if it were yesterday, that, that we were in the, like a triangle there. You know, the streets that have that little triangle block in the middle, mm -hmm. you know, because there's various streets that connect to it. And he was just standing there, you know, uh, looking at us as I crossed the street and, and told him to have a wonderful day and, and uh, God bless him and, and continued walking. And he stood there for the longest time. Um, but it's almost as if a balloon was kind of, you, you know, you prick a balloon and all the air goes yeah, out. Yeah. I have no idea what situation that man might have been in. But I know that God touched his heart. You know, I know God touched his heart. And I always remind myself, it's not uh, about me and what I'm sowing. It's about what God will harvest in that heart sure. at the time of that person's life when it's necessary. He only calls me to, you know, in the moment or any anybody who, who does street evangelization to uh, to sow seeds and to try to, you know, to, to connect with that person uh, in that unthreatening way of offering prayer for them. Um Oh, my goodness, there was uh, also uh, in the park, there was an elderly lady. Um, 
maybe in her 60s, late 60s, and she's sitting there, and she said, come over here, come over here, because I was talking to some other people on, mm-hmm. the, on the bench, some homeless people there, and she said, come over here, she come over here, what are you doing? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, it's Good Friday, and uh, we're just asking for prayer intentions and, and sending up prayers and, and of gratitude and also of all the different needs that we have and remembering today to, to pray for one another and, and see what people's needs are so that we can put those things uh, when we go this afternoon in prayer. Uh, to the cathedral and the parishes in prayer. And she said, you know, I've been sitting here for 20 years. And she said, I've never seen anybody go to talk to the people about prayer or asking to pray for them. And she sat very reflective uh, for a while. And she said, that's just such a wonderful thing to do. She said, Mm -hmm. to reach out to people on something that we all need that's not... uh, uh, it's not politics. It's it's nothing. It's just simply sharing in everybody's needs and looking to our Creator, uh, no matter who who you might be or what you might believe or where you are in your walk of life, to share that time with someone. And she said, "Thank you for for doing that." And and we prayed together, you know. And it came from her. It didn't come from me. She said, "Do you mm. mind if we?" And she was Catholic. And mm. she said, "Do you mind if we if we uh, pray a mystery of a rosary together?" And we offered up the intention. She said, for the intentions that you've collected, for all oh, these intentions awesome. here that you've collected, you know, can we can we just offer this mystery of the rosary? She said, I can do that. I can do that. I'm sitting here on the bench. She said, what a wonderful way, uh, you know, to spend my time. So it was just uh, heart-touching. You know, it was just heart-touching, this lady, this elderly lady sitting there. And, um, you know, that's maybe purpose God has for her when she goes to sit in the bench every day yeah. to pray for the people around her. And uh, there was a, a young man there that uh, was very receptive. He says, oh, yes. He says, you see that lady over there sitting on the bench? She's my girlfriend, and she has a lot of, oh, my goodness, she has a lot of problems, and she really needs prayers. Would you come over with us? Can we go over to the to the uh, 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 the girl? And so we walked over there to the bench, and, and I, I talked to her, and I said, you know, explain to her again, very simple, that, you know, we're, we're going to be praying and ask for her prayers also and uh, always try to lead in with that it's not a a looking down on anybody it's really a very natural offering of prayer and um, she looked at me she said yes the first thing I pray for is that this conversation ends well (laughs) (laughs) and I said oh I'm sure it will I'm sure it will um, and she looked. She was looking at me very, uh, uh, with very skeptical eyes. You know, you could tell that she did not trust me at all. <laughs> uh, and it's not about spending, uh, you know, hours to, to gain that trust. It's simply about offering prayer for and with someone and asking for their prayers in, in return, um, and helping people to reflect on things we should be grateful for, and that we don't have to do everything ourselves, you know? So those are, those are, uh, oh, I could go on and on. And you'll hit people that will just know thank you, you know? Yeah. I don't need, I don't need your prayers. But um, I, I always, I always see that as they are thinking, you know? Mm. A person will have that sown in their heart. Who knows that evening they may go home and think, hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Might offer up a prayer. Wow, that's beautiful. This is why I, I always contend that you're m- much holier than I am. <laughs> it's Not because at all. Of I need prayers more than stories most. Like, like this that you do and just how you live your life. Um, why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, I'd love to get some of your 
uh, learn what you have, ask you what you've learned from your experiences, how you've changed, what's impacted you, and then also give some tips to our listeners as to like how they can do this, how they can go about praying with anybody, whether it's someone in the street or someone in their family, someone in their next door neighbor, just whomever. Wonderful. So, um, yeah. So let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. Sounds good. The Bible is such an important part of our Catholic faith, but it's not always easy to understand. There are 73 separate books and so many names, places, and events that sometimes we just stop trying to figure out how it all fits together. The good news is the Great Adventure Bible Studies make it easy for you to understand the Bible. By focusing on the story that ties all of Scripture together, the Great Adventure Bible Studies give you the big picture of the Bible. And once you see the big picture of salvation history, the Mass will make more sense, the Catholic faith will make more sense, and you will see how God has a loving plan for your life. The Great Adventure Bible Studies have helped hundreds of thousands of people to understand the Bible and grow closer to Christ. There's no other Catholic Bible study series like it, and you can get started on The Great Adventure today by creating your free account at ascensionpress.com. All right, and we're back with Deborah Merlina talking about how to pray with anyone. Um, Deborah, tell me about some experience. Tell me about how these experiences, how you've changed through some of these experiences with praying with people um, in the street ministry, but also just in in around the parish neighborhoods and and that sort of thing. Like, how has your life changed since you've been um, more aware of this and started practicing this? Okay. Oh my goodness. I I I think every morning when I wake up and I and I say thank you, Lord. Um, for for all the blessings, this is one of the greatest bless, blessings. Um, I am I am not a shy person, but I tend to be an introvert. Although nobody believes that, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. So uh, at the beginning, I said, "Well, you know, it's so much easier to be in my little bubble. You know, it's so much easier to limit myself to my children, and you know that takes enough of my time. And you know, just the the, the close acquaintances, and you know, uh, nothing more than that. The the Mother's Day card or the Christmas card or whatever, let's pray for one another. But one day I was in a, and this was many years ago, I'd say maybe it was um, 10 years ago, and I didn't know it at the time. I do now, looking back at it, this, this was God's gentle hand nudging me. He was nudging me. And you know how you look back in time and you see things in mm-hmm. the moment you don't understand, but afterwards you say, oh my goodness, this is what the Lord's you know, path was. But I was in a supermarket, and there was a lady in front of me, and she was obviously... Um, distressed or suffering from something you know she kept you know rubbing her eyes and little tears and the cashier kept looking at her and looked over at her and and when she got up to the cashier the cashier looked at her and held her hand she said you know would you mind if 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 I just prayed you know with you or for you um whatever it is uh there's nothing there's nothing absolutely at all that our dear lord can't take care of nothing at all so would would you mind? You know, and she was very respectful. And the lady, the tears just came out of her eyes. She held this cashier's hands. Um, cashier just said a very, I don't even remember the words. All I know is she bowed her head with this this woman uh, who was obviously just distressed and never said what it was about. Um, but again, that look on this woman's face after that prayer, she paid and she went off, you know, and, 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 but not the same person. And I was not the same person. Hmm. The person standing behind her uh, was not the same person. I said, what a simple gesture uh, from the heart. How powerful 
You know, how powerful that prayer. And I have no doubt whatsoever uh, that God was giving her a hug. Hmm. You know, his loving arms through that cashier in the supermarket was hugging this woman. And I said, how effortless, you know, if we stop looking at what I'm able to camp, you know, or we or me, what I'm able to do, which is absolutely nothing as to let's put the what is important, that prayer, mm-hmm. you know, in front of someone's eyes. So I find that that has just um, uh, affected me uh, greatly. It's made me more grateful. Uh, it's made me a little less shy to just even a word of encouragement, you know, or I'll keep you in prayers, or would you like uh, like to pray together about this or share in prayer? Or And I always, you know, remember to pray for me. Always, because I always, we all want mm, people, inter- sure. you know, interceding for mm-hmm. us. Um, I'm always impacted by the uh, vulnera- vulnerability of people. Uh, we're all tough, these crusty. I think people get kind of crusty. You know, we get kind of crusty on the outside sometimes, uh, unless you're with your most, uh, you know, with your closest friends. Uh, but underneath that, um, I, I'm always, uh, always uh, grateful to hear how people are looking for healing. They're looking for improved relationships with their family. Um, they're looking for good in the world, you know, peace. Um, it, it, so, so this is the heart. This is what God has put in our hearts to look for. And you find that again and again and again, no matter who you're speaking to, mm. you know, on the streets or, or whatever trip. So that to me is always just so uplifting. It's so uplifting. It's like God is, is speaking uh, through each one of these people. We don't even know it. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't even know it. But when you bring it to light, even by sharing in a prayer, who knows what what will happen with it? You know. Yeah, I think about all the times that somebody has said, asked me to pray for them or asked me to pray for something, and I've said, and I've said, you know, yes, and 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 and, and, and hopefully I, I have done that and prayed later on for them. But how many times have I had the opportunity to just stop what I'm doing and say? okay, let's pray right now. And just like, just do yes. it. Like, don't, okay, I'll do it later, but just stop what you're doing and just pray for them, like in the moment, like right then. Like you know, the cashier probably, did. Like the cashier did, yeah. yeah. There's probably so many times in my life that I have, um, you know, missed those opportunities because I said, okay, yeah, sure, I will. And 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 probably did most of the time. I'm sure I didn't every time, but how often could I have just done it right then? You yes. know, and yeah, I just miss opportunities, but... That's great. And it's so easy. And, and, and you can see with the person if there's that opportunity. You know, you really, really can. You can sense it in the moment. Um, uh, and just a, a brief, sometimes Thanksgiving or or a brief Thanksgiving prayer or uh, lifting up whatever the trouble or the hurt or mm-hmm. the uh, to God in that moment together is, is a wonderful, uh, powerful intercessory moment. Yeah. You know, it really is. So any, any tips for people that are, are, that are praying for somebody, like to kind of walk them through, like people are intimidated and don't know what to say. And, and I know it's just a movement of the Holy Spirit, a movement of the heart at that point, but are there any um, practical tips you could give somebody for leading in prayer in those moments, whether it be in the, in the grocery store or on the street or mm-hmm. their neighbor or in the parish or, or wherever? Mm-hmm. I think it, uh, first thing is um, in the moment, you know, when you wake up in the morning, Always, one of my prayers is, Lord, you know, help my eyes to be open mm. to any opportunities 
that you give me during the day. Help me not to get so busy that I forget, uh, number one, to see my prayer needs, okay, but, but, but also the needs of, of people around me. And those moments that could be a prayer moment with someone, whether it be in the supermarket, whether it be with a friend at the parish, whether it be um, with our own families. You know, sometimes we get so busy with everything outside, we forget uh, to, to offer that prayer and pray for one another. May it be at the table, may it be taking one of your children out one at a time, you know, their night for the week. If mm-hmm. uh, uh, We always had one night for each of the children because otherwise... They get kind of all blended in there. So one uh, would have his special day and to remind them um, of, of this prayer. So I find that to be the, the first step. Um, and then inevitably, you will find opportunities during the day. Hmm. It might be that someone tells you um, there's been the, a death in the family of someone or uh, someone has just had a, a baby. Wonderful things. You know, it's not just praying for things that are. Uh, needs or hurts or suffering of people. It's also that gratitude, you know, the prayer of gratitude. Uh, Very simple. I think keeping things very simple. We don't have to get wordy. Um, I tend to be a little wordy, so I have to be sure just to, uh, yes, I'm going to be praying. Is there anything I can pray for if you're if you're for you know doing that like street evangelization out with people but just with friends or people that you uh see i remember a conversation here in the supermarket uh with a lady that saw my my medal i have a sacred heart of jesus it was a beautiful conversation she said she hadn't been to church in 20 years and uh i said well you know there's right down the street very close there's a so i pray that she you know started going back you never know a conversation like that yeah uh, i said keep me in your prayers and, and she says oh yes 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 i will i pray every day uh little right. opportunities like that uh and 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 look look for opportunities you know ask for the holy spirit to open your heart to them but also uh, really make a conscious effort during the day to see those moments where you can can offer uh, prayers for someone and to pray with someone in the moment, it's just as simple as saying, can we just offer up a prayer together? Sometimes you'll feel the need to hold their hands. Um, other times just, you know, a few words. Yeah, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't be short. have to be long, yeah. not complicated. We don't have to overthink it. Just let's offer up a prayer in Thanksgiving. Offer up a prayer to let the Lord know our needs, um, to help us with this burden or this suffering. Because then we share in each other's walk here, uh, which can, I can't tell you how many times the prayers of my dear friends, and to this day, I mean, we pray for one another. We pray for the, you know, our children. Uh, uh, when my husband passed away, the prayers are palpable. Uh, we don't even begin to see their, mm. their uh, effects, you know, immediately. So that's, I, I think, keep it simple. Uh, don't go far. You don't have to go far to find people to pray for. And... Um, Always be aware and look for them and look for them. Great. Thank you so much. And and one last thing before we go. Um, We started off the show talking about your uh, ministry to people going on Good Friday to people in downtown Philly and ministering to them. If somebody wanted to do that, um, they're not affiliated with an organization. It's just their parish. They want to take some people from their parish. Maybe they're a small group. Maybe they're RCIA candidates or, 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 or whatever. People are probably intimidated and a little scared to do it. So what are some tips you would give them um, to encourage them not to be scared, but also to be prudent? Because there are some safety concerns and some things they should be aware of. So what are what are a couple things to um, just to be aware of if they do want to go in and do that, some things to be aware of, some prudence? Well, I think it's always very important. I haven't 
been formally, you know, uh, affiliated with with street evangelization, but I know that there are a couple of groups. St. Paul's uh, Street Evangelization has wonderful uh, tools that help people if they're going to be doing that. Always, if you're in a parish, you want to talk to your parish priest. Perhaps he has an idea. Perhaps there's sure. homes there that uh, of, of parishioners who are, have just kind of— um, are not very active in the parish, and that's a wonderful way also to outreach to par- parishioner families. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you can have a group in your parish that are people that are just praying. You know, you have a prayer team, a prayer group. It's a wonderful way to involve uh, sometimes the elderly people who just don't have time yeah. to, you know, or they do have time, but they, they don't have the ability, the mobility as you do when you're younger. Um, and that's something that, that people are who are speaking with people. And during the day, you listen, we have a prayer team. We'd love to, you know, pray for, for your needs. You've got a team there, you know, so that's wonderful. Speak to your, your pastor, and and um, I'm sure that there's, there's wonderful ideas. Is you do want to make sure that you would never uh, put yourself in a dangerous situation, and that's the reason I think tips from groups that are formally doing this, that are experts on street evangelization, uh, would be able to would help with that. Excellent. All right. So, can I put you on the spot and ask you to pray for our listeners? Most certainly, if they'll pray for me. Absolutely. For sure. Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, Lord, we come before you. So very grateful for all the blessings that you shower down upon us every day. Help us to be your loving arms to all those people that you place in our path every day, our friends, our family, people we don't know. All of us have need of your love. All of us have need to be grateful. All of us need to share with others the different struggles that we go through in life. And may we also experience your loving arms through the people that are around us. And we always ask, with great gratefulness, the intercession of our Blessed Mother. May she cover us with her mantle and walk with us always. And we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray Pray for for us sinners, sinners, now now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alan. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. So there you go, guys. So if you have any questions, comments, please write in. You can write in. You can find us at Ascension Roundtable at AscensionPress.com. Leave us a comment in the show notes. Uh, tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell us how your ministry's going. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.